I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. The Valley Symphony Orchestra has begun the concert season. Because of COVID-19, the VSO has opted for a virtual fall concert season. I spoke to the conductor of the Valley Symphony Orchestra, Dr. Peter Dabrowski. Well, hello, Mario. I wanted to let you know that we are concentrating on the fall season with three fantastic performances by the musicians from the Valley Symphony Orchestra. They will be representing different sections of the orchestra because of the safety issues. As all of us know, we are living in challenging times and very strictly health advice. Therefore, we cannot amount a lot of musicians on stage at the same time. Therefore, we decided to feature each time throughout our concerts, different section of the orchestra with a little bit smaller membership, so to speak. But programs are very exciting. The first program will feature strings and piano. We'll have a piano quintet with strings. The second program will feature a woodwind quintet, winds with piano, even sextet, uh, as well as the ensemble made of percussion instruments. And the third program will feature not only harp, but also brass quintet. So in three programs during this fall season, we are going to be featuring smaller versions of each section of the orchestra. The executive director of the Valley Symphony is Katie Coy. Katie, tell me how I'll be able to listen to the VSO virtual concerts. All of those concerts are going to be delivered online and on television. So we are uh, making them available on Facebook to everyone, everywhere. And then they'll also be broadcast on KRGV Channel 5 on Sunday mornings. And all that information will be at our website. Dr. Dabrowski, please give us a rundown of the upcoming virtual VSO fall concert season. The very first concert will feature, as I mentioned, the piano quintet featuring strings and piano. And the program includes the quintet written by Hungarian composer Dohnein. And it was his first work chamber music work, but he wrote it in such a way that uh, great composer Johannes Brahms was absolutely amazed by this piece. And today, uh, I consider this piece by Dohnani, 17 years old composer, his first composition, as an absolutely must-hear composition because it's so exciting, so fresh, and so mature at the same time, but with incredible energy. So... The first concert will be uh, music of Dohnani, composer who was born in Hungary, but lived in the United States. He was a composer, pianist, conductor. He worked in the United States and he passed away in the United States. So he's sort of uh, uh, connecting Europe with the United States. And that's a, that's a common story, which is very close to my heart because I sort of uh, represent that as well. Uh, Gorgeous piece and uh, very lush harmonies, big sound, even uh, uh, as I mentioned, it's a smaller ensemble, but it sounds like the full orchestra. Terrific, thick, gorgeous sounding texture. The second concert features music of Poulenc, Francis Poulenc, French composer, as well as music of Rimsky-Korsakov, written for woodwinds. And there are two contrasting uh, styles of writing, 
Rimsky-Korsakov representing really uh, sort of a end of romantic era, even with uh, moments of classicism in this. However, Pulang, uh, the first part of the 1900s, and of course, a lot of fun, lots of humor, nostalgia, master of the mood, so to speak, a great French composer. And at the same concert, we are going to have a, two pieces uh, by, uh, uh, performed by percussion ensemble, as well from different corners of the world. One is by Dave Hall, an American composer, and another Vignal composer from Brazil uh, who, who composed music for percussion ensemble, very contrasting uh, example of 20th century, 21st century music. And of course, the last concert will feature the music celebrating the season, the touch of frost. Dr. Dorowski, tell me about the challenges of conducting and performing virtual concerts on the World Wide Web. Well, I will answer this question describing how musicians uh, follow the health advice and uh, are very careful following uh, all the measures of safety in today's situation. Uh, therefore, as I said, no more than five musicians at the same time. Uh, there's social distancing, there, there are masks there. We have to always disinfect the, the, the place they rehearse. So all these measures are being taken care and there's an extra precautions. All musicians do understand that participating in rehearsal really uh, calls for certain uh, preparation on their part, not only musical and understanding of the whole situation. During the recording, uh, virtual recording of, of the session as well, the production team is following all the health advices and, and suggestions and also social distancing uh, is, is followed. Uh, we are having this recordings and virtual production in the large hall McAllen Performing Arts Center, and uh, instead of having 1,800 audience, we have no more than 10 people spread out throughout the entire hall. Now I will let uh, Katie Coy explain more about the virtual side of this. Yes, there are a lot of challenges right now. As a symphony orchestra, we can't necessarily have big concerts in the hall. It's not safe. Um, we have to make sure we're keeping distance and, and just gathering large groups is not um, possible right now, which really sort of makes you stop back, step back as a symphony and think about everything. Because when you can't have a standard concert, um, you know, you have to sort of drill it all down to the essence of what's most important to people. So there's a lot of challenges, but also we found some incredible opportunities with this, um, this digital delivery method. Um, we are able to, for instance, um, make our music available to the entire valley, whether or not you're near the concert hall or buy a ticket to our performances. Um, because we're in such a supportive community, a community that really values the orchestra and wants to see it continue to perform, we're able to make these performances available to everybody. Um, and not just in one place, you know, we're going to be um, making these performances available on Facebook, um, on our website, they're going to be on television. So um, although, you know, we've had to really change a lot about what we do in a very short period of time, um, we're available to everyone. Um, we're continuing to provide something that we hope will help people connect um, in the Valley and hopefully start a sense of healing around what's been an incredibly difficult time. Um, so, you know, we're just glad and grateful that we get to continue to put 
something out into the world that, you know, in our opinion, music is more necessary than ever. You know, hardship uh, is always uh, accompanied eventually by by healing and catharsis. And that's, you know, that's the business of music. So um, even though these times have been tough, uh, we're, we're very excited to be um, performing and connecting with the audience in a totally new way that has a lot of flexibility and um, reaches a lot more people than a concert in a concert hall. Valley Symphony Orchestra, and after many years, how many years did you say? 19. <laughs> 19 years we've been doing interviews. Uh, Dr. Peter Dabrowski, man, I really have enjoyed uh, interviewing you over the years especially now during these challenging times. We talk about music, we talk about the concerts, we talk how concerts change, transform the community. We talk about educational concerts, how many, believe it or not, Mario, uh, Valley Symphony Orchestra during the last 19 years performed close to 200,000 children concerts. We played for over to, to close to 200 children uh, during the educational concerts. So, uh, and you are part of this and you were part and we're so happy that we still are talking even in, in this dire time about the music of the Valley Symphony Orchestra. Absolutely. Well, like I said, I'm happy to be part of this too. Thank you. The uh, executive director of Valley Symphony Orchestra. So what's the date for the next concert? The next concert premieres on Facebook on October 23rd. So if you uh, are not following the Valley Symphony on Facebook, that's step one. Find us on Facebook. You can sign up for our mailing list on our website, and that way you'll get all the information and the links sent directly to your email. But October 23rd, the season kicks off um, with our strings concert, followed by Woodwinds and Percussion on November 20th, and our brass section and uh our, our harpists are going to be doing a touch of frost in december december 18th thank you very much valley symphony orchestra we just heard from the executive director katie coy and the director of the valley symphony orchestra dr peter dabrowski 